What's up guys? We just launched a Patreon to help us bring in some money for upgrades and advertising. There's a lot of cool tiers on there that you should check out, and you can get all the extra content for just $5 a month. Check it out at patreon.com slash distractionsmedia. Good evening everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dungeons and Distractions. I'm your DM, Webby, and joining me tonight is Anthony. Oh, I'm Anthony. I play a son of Slim Weaver, the human maid. And Jonathan. I'm Jonathan, and I am Karnar, the paladin. And Devin? I'm Devin, and I play Atticus. And Chris? Hi there, I'm Chris, and I play Iro Canis. And last, but certainly least, Austin. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Austin, you guys can find me at Jack's Forest Walker. <laughs> All one word. All one word. So, last time we left off, the group decided to spend the majority of the day in the in Cairn still. Iroh needed some time to sort some shit out. And he had a nice little meeting with Alyssa and Malcolm. Tried to make amends. Uh, there was something with a gnome on a boat. And <laughs> Kylie maybe stabbed a couple really innocent people in an alley. Uh, and Kid is wondering why Atticus is blue. And then Atticus kind of got fed up with everything and decided to go look for everyone else. And he said, am I blue? So we're going to pick up right where we left off with Fritzel Copperbolt. His hand extended towards Astonis. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I did you say your boat? Uh, yeah. But I uh, correction. It's uh, our boat. Me and the large dragon man. It is not your boat at all. Oh, it's definitely my boat. I'm standing on it. Okay. I will. Um. You. Uh, how close is he to the edge of the boat? Uh, you're right on the top of the gangplank, and he is within arm's reach of you. He's trying to shake your hand. Is he close? But who's the close? Wait, I don't know about both. Who's closest to the edge of the boat? Me or him? You. You. Damn it. You could grab him and then spin around so that he is, like, tossed off the boat. Just throwing it out there. Ah, uh, yeah, bomb. Okay, uh, so, uh, can I use hypnotism to make him walk off the boat? You can sure try. Eighteen versus Will. Okay, what does it look like when you attempt to hypnotize people? Uh, I don't normally do anything, but besides just look at them and kind of hypnotize them. I guess I uh, never established it, but I guess I can just say, walk off, walk off my boat, and then I kind of, I guess something happens in my eyes. He he's gonna let out a small chuckle, and he's gonna slap Karnar on the calf. He's gonna say. Is this your friend? He's pretty funny. 
Did you bring wine? He's going to look at back at Astonis. I think the wine's down in the deck. Oh, good, good. Uh, do either of you want some wine? I'll go get some. One skin or two. Thanks, partner. Uh, both, oh, I both definitely double fixed. Are both, both made out of wood? Are boats made out of wood? Is that your question? How, how, how... I'm trying to determine how much damage I'm going to do to this boat. So did did it just miss, or did, or do I not know? You do not know, but you definitely know that it didn't work because he didn't go walking off the boat. No, yeah, uh, I thought it worked. While Karnar is getting some wine, which isn't far away, uh, Fritzel's going to point up and down at you and say, "Magic user, right?" Yes. Ah, good, good. Uh, come on board. Come on, come on. And uh, he turns around, and hmm, right next to one of the masts, there's a pile of goods that have been loaded on. And you see him just kind of digging through some of it, and he's throwing some things over his shoulder, and uh, he's just, he's preoccupied at the moment. Uh, Are we there, Webby? Not yet. Okay. Uh, you even see him, he pulls uh, a tool out of his back pocket, and then you see him fiddling with something in his hands as well. Can I roll Arcana on him and his, ob- his possessions? Uh, sure. Some of his items are giving off a, a small arcane vibe, uh, like a pulse, but um, no, nothing super in particular. How did you know I was a magic user? Uh, he starts chuckling. He's like, well, I mean, let's see. You have a big armored dragon friend, and you're wearing a bathrobe. Uh, I guess. Could have been a monk. Could have been a priest. Eh, well, you know. They're all the same to me. I walk back up at this point. Um, yeah, you as a priest. That would be an interesting god who'd accept that one. Toss the wineskin over. Oh, the nectar. And then he swings it back and he's taking several big gulps. Um, and then he fiddles around a little bit more. Why are you on this boat? Me? Yes. Why does people? Why do you keep asking that? This is my boat. Well, okay. Uh, our boat. Me and your dragon what, friend. What makes Pardon. you think that you can walk onto a boat and claim it as yours? Because it's my boat now. Possession. Do you not know? Do you not understand these things? He walks over to you and he kind of grabs your hand, and the thing that he's been fidgeting with. He places in your hand. It looks like a pair of goggles. What is this? Well, see, now those are in your hands. Those are yours. Possession. They're going to help with your magic stuff. 
Arcana check on the goggles. Okay. 34. They're giving off a magical vibe. Do I know what they do? With a 34, yes. Um, they will give you a plus two to Arcana checks. If you put them on. Like, when you're looking through them. Thomas looks less angry now. Uh, why this boat? I mean, I'm, are, are there no other boats? I don't know. Are there other boats around here? Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. Why this boat? Easy. This boat looked like it needed the most help. What, what is your... Got you there. What? It's second hand, third hand, or whatever. You only, you, you only need two hands to run a boat. What make? What do you intend to do with this boat? Oh, that reminds me. Um, he points at Todd Free and he says, "Unless the Dragon Man objects, you're uh, you're fine to stay. The rest of you, uh, you're fired. You can leave now." I'm still not completely clear on this. How is it exactly that we're going to work this boat with like six of us? I I already told you. You leave that up to me. And he's going to make already, it fly. We've already talked. You don't know Jack about boats. Well, it's understandable. That's true. How do you know the boat belonged to the Dragonborn? What? You said that... We're partners now. He walked on. R- right, but so did Todd Free walked on. So did all the crew members. They were on. Uh, so They walked on because I asked them to. They were on before you were, though. I know, and then I told them to leave, and they just all kind of got up and left. And then it was just me and the boat. Also, I look around at the... Are they... Are, is Todd Free and everyone still here? Yeah, Todd Free looking straight down, not making eye contact with you now. <laughs> Why the hell did you just walk off the boat? Uh, he, uh, I, gnome and... Um, gnome? Gnome is the answer. Gnome. Gnome, I guess. Uh... I have no good answer for this. That doesn't make me sound like a wimp. I look <laughs> over at Astonis at this point, and I like... Autumn, you remember where we got this crew, man? Godfrey has been a loyal and good, upstanding, solid crew member. He... Our, uh, suggestion, tell me exactly why you uh, listen to him. 24 uh, diplomacy, I guess. Godfrey uh, looks at you and says... He's really convincing and charming. Did he give you something? No. Will he? If I stay? Can I stay? He looks at Karnar. Can I stay? Yeah, you can stay, man. No problem. He's convincing. He managed to convince every single person to just walk off the boat. Uh, at this point, Fritzel walks back up to Karnar and takes another wineskin from Karnar's other hand and puts the empty wineskin in that same hand and walks off with another full wineskin. And you see him kind of sway as he walks. That's like that wine. How much would this boat cost normally? Um, if we sell this boat at its current condition, how much will we have gotten for, for it? 
Current condition, I'm going to say 20,000 gold. Okay, that's just fine. I'm still actually just in shock that some guy just walks on and just says, this is my boat, and this is his boat. So I'm, I'm just literally just standing here, just like... And also the fact that he, like, my magic doesn't seem to work on him is kind of freaking me out. Uh, are you... What are you? Are you a magic user? Are you a fighter? Oh, no, I don't deal with that magic stuff. I have a friend up in Fisherman's Wharf. He knows all about magic. What's your friend's name? Excuse me? Your friend, I'm assuming, has a name? Yeah. Who are you? Well, you, don't, you haven't even ex- introduced yourself yet. Can't use suggestion on him because motherfucking. First, first you fucking put me in a battle where I couldn't attack anyone. Now you put me against someone who's taking my boat and is immune to my magic. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Astonis. Nope. Fritzel yeah. Copperbolt. He holds out his hand. It's his hand. My friend up in Fisherman's Wharf. His name is Hadlock. He's humongous and blue. I know that sounds strange. He has <coughs> awesome trees. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm blue. Like, hello. But you're a dragon. He's not. Okay. He also has an additional knuckle on every finger. That's Long original. Hands. Big hand. Mm. What does he specialize in? He lives in a garden. Enchantments. Mm. Him and his, I guess his family. Uh, you, uh, do I do, do I recognize that name? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, and do you an Arcana check? Uh, hmm. Either Arcana. You're gonna make me choose between Arcana and something else. Why would I choose anything else? Yeah, either that or history. You know one. Add, uh, I'm wearing the goggles. Add 30, uh, so 32. Um, by the description of a very large blue person with an extended, like, an extra knuckle in each hand, you're going to guess that he's talking about an arcane. An actual person, that's an actual creature called an arcane. Mm, okay. Uh, you don't happen to have magical enchantments of your own, do you? Like, I mean, Hadlock helped me out with a couple of my things. He said that they would help with me uh, with my tinkering. I like to build no. stuff. I can build pretty much anything out of almost nothing. Well, I mean, uh, you're a person. I mean, does magic affect you? Well, I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, it depends on the type of magic. What do you mean by that? Like, if somebody were to lob a fireball at me, fire's hot. Fire affects pretty much everything. So certain magic doesn't affect you? Don't lob a fireball at me if that's what you're getting at. I won't lob a fireball at you. Certain magic doesn't affect affect you? Uh, 
I mean, I've learned to take precautionary measures against certain not-so-nice people. I would love to learn about how to do that. Sure. Are we bound for somewhere? I can tell you on our trip. We're still waiting for other members of our crew. How many more are there? I just fired half of them. These ones aren't necessarily um, crew members. Ah. They're more like uh, fellow travelers. So at this point, Pyro and Talon would be walking up the gangplank. Okay, um, I'm going to lock eyes with the gnome. And I'm going to hold up one finger. And I'm going to walk right up to him. He does not even remotely see you. He's not paying attention. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk up on, uh, onto it and I'm going to stand right next to him and go, this is my boat. He's going to turn around. He's going to look up at you. He's going to blink a few times. And then he's going to clear his throat. He's going to say, um, um, I'm going to hold up one finger. Um, and I'm going to reach out to shake his hand. He will shake your hand. He says, Fritzel Copperbolt. And nope, this is my boat. Ah, our boat. And he gestures over at Karnar. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, but my gnomish friend, I am on the boat. Was I requested to be here? I think not. We shook on it, didn't we? Hmm. Uh, hey, hey, Dragon Man. Mm-hmm. I guess we're splitting about three ways. You motherfucker! I'm gonna grab wine. I've... I <laughs> learned a thing or two about gnomes while in Lestane. Oh, good. Mage, uh, I'll drink with you. Nope, I grab my wine and I go to the cab my, my, my cabin my cap my quarters and I lock it and I just drink. I he walks to the cabin. Um, <laughs> um and um I'm gonna kind of uh say um Fritzel, would you excuse um myself and, and our third partner here for just a moment? He's gonna. Pat, he's still shaking your hand. He's gonna kind of use his other one to pat the back of your hand that sh- he's shaking. He's gonna. Sure, sure. Oh, um, also, nice one. Thank you. So, um, I'm gonna kind of pull Karn out of the side and ask him. Okay, how quickly do you want him gone? He seems kind of useful, actually. Okay. I was because going with it. That's fair. Um. When the time comes, let me know. I have a way out. Okay. Well, as long as he's not going to cause trouble and he's going to... Pardon me. And he's going to make the ship fly. I'm cool with it. Wait, 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 wait. He's planning on making the ship fly. Apparently. Mm. That. Sorry. Okay. So... 
that 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 noise that just happened that's an idea coming over uh, like uh, the, over Ira's head like, like the light bulb coming up and um say okay um when the time comes we're going to need a two-thirds majority vote a vote to um to eliminate him as partner in the ship uh, and then we're going to just part ways okay um, <laughs> did 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 do we want to cut uh, when, back when, in. Um, when the time comes, we'll we'll handle that after he's gone. Okay, that's cool. I uh, mean, after all, it was my ship before it was his. Astonis. Yep. You hear a click, and then Fritzel comes walking into the room that you're in, and he's gonna look at you. And he's gonna say, "Uh, hey, uh." Astonis, right? Yeah. Ah, do you uh, do you know any offensive magic? You know, like earlier we were talking about fireball, or uh, you know, a- any other type of offensive magic. I do. I believe me, I do. Um, can you cast one at me? I would love to cast one at you. Maybe one second. And you see him, he's he's fidgeting with something in his hand with his screwdriver again. And he's moving a couple parts around, and then he looks up at you and he's smiling. Okay. Keep smiling. Twenty six versus the will. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, so the shadows lash out at him, and you see them, they almost, like, get stuck for a minute, and then they kind of get sucked into this machine in his hand. And the machine starts to glow blue. And he goes, cool. All right, thanks. Uh, I'm going to need this to make something else. One second. Hold up. What What was that? What? What is that? Huh? What is that? I need this to put whatever, you know, the magic voodoo stuff into this. And he holds up just, uh, it's one of those fans that you would, like, uh, you would, the paper fans that you would, unfold and fan yourself with uh, he holds that up he says I need to put this into this why because uh, that's how we're gonna fly okay how, how, you what is that device it absorbs magic or something uh, it's a one-time use yeah all kinds of magic uh, yeah unless you get into some really serious like end of the world kind of magic I guess is this how you you mentioned earlier that you have precautions against magic is this how you protect yourself against magic uh no well I mean it depends it depends on the type of magic well like you this is more of a conduit device that I can put magic into something else and then I have this and he points at his belt he says, 
this protects me against certain type of elements. And then he points to his ears, and there's a little blinking red light. And he says, this protects me against people who want to make me do things that I don't want to do. Where did you get all these things? Did you make them? Make them. How much will it cost to make those, these items? They didn't cost me anything. Well, if someone wanted to purchase items such as these? Well, I, I don't know. Never really thought about it. I would like to purchase these items. I would like you to make me these items. How much would you... Would it? What is your fee? Uh, well... I'm not sure. Uh, I don't really need money. And he kind of pats one of the bags on his right-hand side. He says, I got plenty of money, yeah. Okay, I guess I'll rephrase this. I would like to, to have... Or, I would like you to make me these items. What would, what do you need from me to make this happen? Mm. He kind of shrugs and he says, uh, I don't know, I'll think about it and I'll see what I can find because uh, I need to get parts. And uh, he points at his belt and he's like, this, I had to get kicked out of an inn because I kind of took apart a bunch of stuff to make it. There's a bunch of inns. We can, I mean, there's, a, there's a couple in town now. We can go there now if you want. I mean, they sold me wine. I feel like that was kind of an even trade. Are we going somewhere we don't like? Because I kind of like it here. This is big. I, I also like to take precautions. Tell you what, next time we're in a town, and it's not a town we're afraid of getting, say, kicked out of, I'll see what I can do. That and might take some time. I I the, he's going to turn around to start walking out, and he's going to stop and kind of look over his shoulder, and he's going to say, and maybe next time don't ask me to try to walk off a boat. And then he's going to shut the door behind him. I'm going to go back to drinking my wine. <laughs> Why would you trust... Well, I guess he hasn't done anything not trustworthy. It's just... Uh, so was... what, what is Talon doing? Seeing kind of the exchange between Iroh and this gnome, and then the gnome disappearing into a room, and then coming back on the deck. Uh, first he would go to, like, the center of the ship and look around... Not see the crew and then scratch his head. You see lots of piles of steel, uh, things varying from just scrap steel to swords and pieces of armor. Um, you see lots of pieces of leather and canvas and a butt-ton of rope. Do I see anything that I might like that's better than what I have? No. Okay. I just shrug and uh, go over to Atticus. So. Atticus hates you. Strong, silent type, huh? Okay. Is he still in the call? Should be. Yeah. Devin, are you muted? Yeah, I am, sorry. Sup? <laughs> so, 
walk in the boat, I look around, I go, this is where everybody's been. Just walk away from me? Yes. <laughs> Come back here! <laughs> hey, man. What's up? What you been up to? Well, I cleaned the base, and then nobody showed back up, so I came back to find you guys. And here you are. Uh, yeah. Where's everybody? Here. On the boat, it looks like. Uh -uh. I think Arrow's got a date. So we probably won't leave till the morning. Is that gnome back up here? Yeah, he's near the center mast, uh, digging through some of the armor. Dismantling things. I walk up behind him, say, and tap on his shoulder. He turns around. He squints at you. Squint back at him. You're a gnome. You're very observant. Just about to make a joke. <laughs> I whistle for Zidane. You're Faye, just like him. Again, Captain Obvious. What are you doing on our ship? Huh, not another one, and I'm not falling for this trick that your 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 big friend did. This is our ship. And he points at him and Iro and Karna. Ooh, and all of Mike is there. Yo. Okay. What? Anthony, you got some serious crackle going on. So I still have crackling? Yep. Yeah. Like legit crackle. It's like snap crackle. That's good. Yep. Alright. You're good. Hey man. Last I checked, it was either his ship and I'll point the Karnar or Stanisis. Um Talon. Um just one, one second. One second. Um Fritzel. Uh Fritzel. Yeah. His name's Fritzel. What's your name? Gnome. He just said my name. Wow, you're not overly observant, are you? For some You just said I was observant. Oh, you make up your whoa, make whoa. up your damn Um Fritzel. This is Talon. He is to be treated as an exonerated guest. Stick my hand out. Talon Nightbreeze. He plops a small round ball into your hand, and he says, Fritzel Copperbolt, I wouldn't drop that if I were you. I throw it overboard and say, all right, Oswald Copperpot. Uh, um, a massive explosion of water bursts up into the air <laughs> and back onto the deck. Hey, did you, just did you just try to kill me? No, he was giving you a gift. Arrow! With a grenade. Look, I've, I've had some run-ins with gnomes, alright, they're eccentric. At, at, least, least, I don't know. at least your magic friend was appreciative of his gift. This one just threw it overboard. Look, Talon has uh, issues with you know, touching things, so he's, um... For a long while, he believed that he was cursed to have uh, his parts fall off. Yeah, I'm weird because about people he, handing me stuff. As you should. That is a terrible disease. I've seen it. 
It's a real thing. Yeah. I, I know. That's that's what made it plausible. Anyway. Um, what do you mean Talon, plausible? The, the joke. That's what made it believable. Anyway. What joke? You know. If I know, then you know. My bitch weren't going to fall off? You knew this. I tackle, I tackle Iroh. We start wrestling. <laughs> just dives back into a pile of scrap armor. It's that angels is hopping around us as we wrestle. Should, should we roll strength checks and shit? I don't know. No. Anyway. Uh, um, <clears throat> so. <laughs> okay, so. Um, yeah, that's. I'm just gonna say that, uh. Uh, Talon is to be treated as a, an exonerated guest of the um, the ship owners, as is um, Astonis and uh, uh, Atticus, and Kylie and Kid, and Kylie and Kid. I'm gonna you know, say all those people, as well as um, Todd Free and Delarin. Yes, uh, Delarin, if you know. He, he, if, if he ever comes back. Hmm. You just have an okay. awful lot of uh, friends. And Squire. It's Fax. It's Fax, come here. Meet Oswald Cobblepot. Uh, it's Fritzel Copperball. Yeah, that. Alright, have at it. You're, you're a... Fritzl, you're a tinkerer, right? I dabble. Excellent. Now, um... <clears throat> I am... Sorry, just two seconds. Are all your friends on board? Um... Are they, Patrick? Yes. Yes? Um, I believe so. Alright. We're not going to be leaving till dawn, but yes. Uh. I'm, I'm picking up that you're eager to leave. Are we running to something or running away? I just don't like being stationary. You see him kind of shifting his weight from one foot to the other? Ah. Tell you what. I have an idea. You seem to like challenges. Is that right? I mean, not particularly. I like... No? I like accomplishing things. Well, that's kind of the same. Go on. See, you and I... We're like two sides of the same coin. I like to be challenged. You like to accomplish. What do you say you and I team up? If you're wanting to push the Dragon Man out of being an owner of the boat, he was here first. No, no, no. <clears throat> That's, uh, no. <laughs> I was thinking more of, um... Making improvements on the base that we've got here in town. Mm, I'm already 
kind of in the process of improving your, the boat. Well, um, let me see how much money I've got real quick. Um, okay, apparently I have nothing. I have no money at all. Nope, you do not. Okay, um, well, uh, I'm sure that there's, you know, a thing or two that you could do, just, you know, an idea or two that you might have about improving the building, and after we tackle this project, we could tackle the next one. Because you're someone that I want to keep around for a good long time. You seem like a trustworthy individual. Alright, well, a after we improve the ship, I'll see about making some stuff for your guys' house. Right, would you like to take a walk? I'll show you the, the grounds. No, I kind of want to get back to work. Fair enough. Take a rain check. And, um... I am... Hmm... Uh, I'm gonna walk over to the edge of the, um... Like, just the, the very edge of the, the, the ship. Um... Take, uh, out my knife and cut a splinter of wood off the, um... Off, like, the banister. And I'm going to... I kind of look back at him show him that I still got it. It's like, this is part of my ship. I'm going to put it in my pocket. And so then I'm going to start walking back off the ship. Okay, once you're, once you're off the ship, he's going to walk over to Karnar. And he has like this big, goofy smile on his face. Partly due to the fact that he drank three flasks of wine by now. And he kind of slaps you on your calf. And he says, I'm pretty sure your friend just said that he walked off with his part of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, then I guess he got his um, part then. And he's going to look up at you. He's like, Try not to remove your parts. Let's just, um, you know, I've had up. my parts removed once before. I'm not preferring to do it again. <laughs> what is with this think, group and that disease? Yeah. And then just I was about off. To say, I was about to say, thinking back, we've had a lot of dick stuff happen on this show. Far too much, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Astonis, what are you doing besides <laughs> drinking wine at the moment? Anthony muted. Is Anthony still with us? Yeah, I might have been. Do you still hear the crackling? Nope. No. I muted myself just in case you heard it. Um, I think I finished that glass now. Uh, I'm going to go um, a little calmer now, and I'll, I'll go back upstairs, up back to the boat, on uh, top of the boat. Okay. Uh, you see, like, these metal braces wrapped around each of the masts by now and lots of banging going on I'm gonna walk There's a lot of people fucking walk. oh it's just that gnome right yep 
And he's running around. Uh, so are you going to be able to finish all this by dawn? Uh, well, I was hoping that we could finish it while we were sailing. But, uh, I don't know. It might take a little longer than that. I mean, I am trying to take a ship and make it fly. Did that... Does that not sound impressive to anyone else but me? It does. Oh, oh can, I, can I have one of those grenades? Uh, are you talking about what I gave your buddy? Yeah, I won't throw it off the overboard. Sure. Uh, he walks over and he just kind of plops one in your hand. Uh, it's going to be in-game time. We're talking early evening going on dusk good thank you mm -hmm. um Ira walked off to begin preparing uh dinner okay I'm gonna go to Talon Talon's in a crow's nest but he'll come down if you yell for him uh I'll, I'll, I'll climb up alright it's good alright means that ain't your opinion crowd so no one took my boat. Hey. Just walked on and took my boat. Hey man, look. Just let him think it's his. He's he's about to make it fly. That's also true, and he might make me some items, and he did give me this goggle, but still. Just walked on board and said it was his boat. Like, He'd like skip like three pa three levels above what I normally do. I would normally at least, you know, kill them or something before I take them. He just, nope, just walked on instead of him. Well, I mean, him saying that, what's it? What does it really do? I can't do anything to him. He has items that make magic useless against him. I'll have to get some of those. Right, but but I mean him him saying that this is his boat. Oh, technically, okay. I this is that technically Car it belonged to Carnar. Carnar left it to me in his will. Will's kind of invalid if he's not dead, so I guess technically it's not my boat anymore. But still, right. a part of me is angry that he just walked on and said his boat. Other part of me is just fucking impressed. <laughs> well, look at it like this, Astonis. He's paying you in items for a boat that's not yours. That's true. So I don't see a reason to be mad at him anymore. I guess. It's not, I, the only thing that calms me down is to rationalize that it's not technically my boat. We'll get you another boat, man. You got all that gold. It's not enough. Well, maybe we'll stumble across some dickhead pirates again. Take another one. Okay. And we can have a whole fleet of boats. Okay. He's gonna make this thing fly. He, I heard right, right? He's gonna make this thing fly? That's what he said. And I mean, we know it's possible, right? Didn't Aaron have a flying boat? Here's yeah, he flew me on it. Yeah, here's the magical, though. 
Maybe this gnome has some kind of magic we don't know about. He doesn't. He uses... Is technology a word in this universe? Uh, maybe to somebody as well-educated as you, sure. Uh, okay, it's not an overly mechanics. used word. He uses... And, and um, what about science? Yeah. He's more of a scientific and mechanical person rather than a magical type. But he has hmm. a friend who's magical. That interests me. See? I mean, I never had any kind of claim to this boat. I only see this guy having positive effects being here. He did try to kill me, I think. He, with what? With one of these? And I take... Nope, no, I'm not going to take it out. He might throw it off. Uh, well, there's also the fact that I'm not exactly sure what his motives are. Who just comes on a boat and just decides to make it fly and travel with whoever's on the boat? Yeah, that kind of... Why this boat? He said it was because it was shabby, which might be the case still. Think about that, though. Why would you pick a shabby boat? It's more work. Right. So, that's the only part I'm kind of iffy about, but if he's going to fix up our ship, let him do that. If he tries to... He could also plant... Explosives all over the ship. <laughs> At that point, oh, that was good timing. Uh, no one needs to roll a perception check. Everyone, the boat shakes for a moment, and everyone hears this explosion. <laughs> and you see a big poof of smoke, and Fritzel gets launched back up against this board, and kind of falls on his ass, and he has soot all over his face now. <laughs> And he's kind of wiping it off, and he stands up, and he's brushing himself off, and trying to, sh- you know, straighten his shirt. And he says, "That that was that's on me. That was my bad. I'm sorry." Uh huh. And he just kind of slowly marches back to where he was. That's coming out of your part of the ship. This is my ship. Our right. ship. Remember. Uh, I want to from well, him so badly. I say this. I say this to Talon too. I'm just. You look, said what? I'm, I'm just looking directly at the gnome. Just and I just whisper, whisper to him. I want to steal from him so badly and just throw him off this boat. Maybe we can steal from him. I don't know what other tricks he has. Yeah, he might have like a mouse trap or something in his bag, and I'll reach in there and try to take something. It'll clack my hand. I'm gonna, like, my head just slowly swivels and looks over at Thomas. <laughs> a mousetrap. You never know. You've killed, we fought dragons and orcs, and a mousetrap scares you. I go, I, I, I leave the, the, the nest now. Okay. And Talon says to himself, that guy's obviously never caught his hand in a mouse trap. No, I haven't. I say that out <laughs> loud. I have not caught my hand stuck on a mouse trap. Uh, I lay back down in the crow's nest with my head on Zidane. And I take something out of my pouch and start examining it. Uh, Fritzl's going to walk over to Atticus. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, hey, you're blue, like my friend. You're... De... Deva, yes? Correct. Uh, uh, I messed that one up again. Are you, uh, by chance... He kind of looks you up and down at some of your attire. He says, uh, are you a cleric? Right again. Ah, oh, good. Oh. Um, he pulls out a small disc. He says, can you... This is going to sound dumb. Can you heal this? Um, I can give it a shot. Cool. Heal check, Webby? Sure. Alright. 19, that'll work. Um, when you touch it, uh, you see it kind of glow a little bit of white. And then he smiles, he says, ah, thank you. And he kind of fixtures it to that fan. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of wanders off like he, not so much that he lost interest in you, but like he forgot why he was talking to you in the first place. And he just kind of goes back over here. Okay. I smile and just read my book. Keep Read my book again. Okay, is there no anybody... certain that this guy has an item that can pretty much negate all of our shit. No one? Okay. <laughs> Talon wouldn't know that from fucking Deva. <laughs> you wouldn't know an item that can take your magic and... Uh, is there anything else on the boat that anyone would like to do specifically? Uh, I am looking at my stone. Okay. Just trying to figure out whatever I can. Okay. Uh, roll an arcana check. And Astonis, did you say you came back down off the crow's nest? Yep. Could not handle that. <laughs> Mousetrap. <laughs> nope. Um. Okay. He's going to walk over to you, Fritzel. He's going to say, uh, Astonis, you like wine, right? You were drinking wine earlier? I do now, yes. Awesome. I don't know if any of these people listen to you, or maybe that guy that you guys kept on from the rest of the ones that I fired. He hands you a pouch of gold. And he says, can you have somebody go get another couple barrels of wine? How much gold did he give me? Uh, he's asking you to go get, like, at least two or three barrels of wine. He gave you enough to get double that. Uh-huh. Yep. I can do that. Cool. I use my, uh, prison station, which, which, ha which can deal sleight of hand to take half the gold that's in that bag and po pocket it to myself and give the other half to Todd to get barrels of gold uh, wine. Okay. How much gold was that? 600 gold. Okay. Yep. I, I shout up to uh, Talon. You know what, Talon? You might be right. He's pretty cool. Tell Jeff. 
Uh, Karnar, you're... What are you doing? Are you doing anything specific before we cut over to Iro? Uh, I've just been wandering around, kind of aimlessly looking at things, doing my typical, you know, I kind of know what to do, not really thing, where I'm, like, pulling on various ropes and kind of acting like, oh, that goes there, and this goes here, and waving sort of vaguely in general, and not very much else. Okay, well, Sfax is following you around like a small child, I guess. Okay, and I'm like, so, you ever been on board ship, son? Uh, yeah. I wouldn't pull on that rope. You sure? Yeah, not that one. Okay. Is there one I should be pulling on? Uh, he points at, like, us, a line of three of them. He's like, these ones right here are okay for right now. Um, when we get going, you're going to want to tie these ones off. And he seems extremely knowledgeable about boats. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that sounds, uh, that sounds good. Oh, I'm glad you know more than I do. Like, he's showing you which ropes raise and lower the sails. Uh, so on and so forth. Right, okay. So, so basically, I'm just following his instructions because I have no idea. I've never learned how to actually do any of this stuff. It was mostly all for show. Um, periodically, in between him showing you a bunch of stuff, he is asking you a million and one questions about your previous adventures and so on and so forth. So, nothing in particular, just... He's that eager kid who wants to know everything straight from the source. Right, and I'm talking quietly and regaling specific incidents, but nothing terribly... Every so often, every so often, you do tell your point of view of of a particular thing that you've done, and he tries to correct you with a much more embellished story. Like, no, no, no! But from what I heard, it went this way, and you can tell that most likely it was Talon who embellished the story, maybe. Oh, we have a long way to go, my friend. A long way to go. And don't believe everything Talon tells you ever. Oh, but he... I mean, he traveled with you. I mean, he's, uh-huh, he's, that doesn't make him knowledgeable. He's, he's, I thought he was your best friend. Hmm. Interesting idea. Oh, okay. Ouch! So, now we will cut over to Ira. You were prepping. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to start the um, the night off with a nice Caesar salad, and then um going to move into a um, little bit of Asian fusion. Um, okay. And then we're going to pair that with um, a nice Merlot. And... Yeah, uh, then we're gonna close out the night uh, the night with a um a very uh, sweet souffle. And you're doing this at, you, at your base. Yes. Okay. Um, Making sure everything's clean and tidy and nice. So almost exactly when you would want her to show up, mm-hmm. there is a pretty hard pound on your front door. 
like a solid knock. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of um, wipe my hands with a cloth and uh, go answer the door. Uh, when you open it, it's that same guy who was standing in the doorway when you left her office. Mm-hmm. And he kind of steps off to the side, and she steps up. Um, I will offer her my arm to usher her in. She'll smile and take it. And I will show her to her seat. And I will serve her. Okay. She will wait for you to sit down and before uh, she starts eating anything. All of this is just wordless, by the way. It's okay. it, There's faint music playing in the background uh, from a music box. Um, but yeah, all of this is just done with like gestures and, and nods and smiles, and it's just completely wordless. Okay. Um, and I'll take a seat, and I'll look up, and I'm gonna get a um a slight flashback um for a a moment I see a woman sitting there that is not her and I kind of shake it off for a second and I have this confused look on my face and I look back up and it's back to being Alyssa um Anthony. Yes. Anthony, you got some crackling going on, man. Uh, where's your microphone seated, like uh, sitting? He muted. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, you hear it now? No, not oh. like you're you're good. But like, where where do you have your microphone sitting? Is it a standalone mic or is it uh? No, it's like a headset kind of thing. Okay. All right. Um, it might be a, a like a bad cable or something like that. Okay, I'll take a look at it right now. I'm going to mute myself while I do that. Cool. Um, okay. So, um, does she notice, like, my, my hesitation oh, there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, <laughs> uh, as you know, my mind is not my greatest ally at the moment. She nods. Um, out of respect, I'm not looking. So, you're looking into your mind. I think you've and- <laughs> Enough. Evasive. Wait, she says into into your mind, and I, I'm I'm just gonna get this smile across my face. Like you can do that. I. Why am I surprised? I practice something called my specialty lies with dreams. I mm. practice something called dreamwalking. 
that's fairly rare, isn't it? Yes. Um, it's kind of evolved from that, that I can do it with people who are awake, and I can just kind of read their thoughts, and I can have conversations with them in their own minds if I deem it necessary to have that private of a conversation. And he's just looking at her with just like with this this just dumbstruck look and please be my guest if you can make sense of it then at least someone can and he's gonna just kind of like gesture to his to his head you have my permission she will nod and from across the table it just looks like she's regarding you like she's just looking at you mm -hmm. and she inquires why did you decide to keep the title of Canis over your name? I chose to keep the title of Canis so that I could take it back. I'm no longer the man that I once was. I am some hybridization of who I was and what the men of Lestain wanted me to be. I've decided to rise above both men and make myself something better. You know, improving oneself is never a bad thing. Uh, as long as you keep pushing yourself and wanting to better yourself, just don't lose sight of what made you who you are in the first place. Don't let that feeling of change overwhelm you. Thank you for your words of wisdom. She'll nod and smile. And uh, um, I'll ask her how she likes the meal and we'll carry on conversation like that. Uh, she likes it. Okay. Do I have to roll for that? Nope. <laughs> um, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You're a good cook. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll ask. So, you said that when you first came to Cairn, the walls were much smaller. Yes. It would be rude to ask a woman her age, but I am curious. 
Well. Let's just say... Slightly over... 1200 or so. And she kind of does that thing with her hands where her elbows are on the table and she has her hands together and she's leaning her chin on her hands to talk to you. Um, quick side note, I was literally sitting exactly that way just now. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so... Iroh's got an elbow on the table. He's kind of like a... Just leaning on one hand. And, um... He's... Um... Hmm. Tell me your fondest memory. I don't have the ability to... Walk into your mind as you have. family family so mod and um like uh that's going to to bring to the forefront of Iroh's mind um the family that was once um, on the mainland, and that including his, um, his, uh, former wife. And he's, 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 he's going through those memories fondly, but he'll quickly kind of put, put them aside. And if she's still kind of attuned to his mind she'll have seen that mm-hmm. oh she's well aware mm-hmm. family is something that I've been searching for my whole life it's something that I believe that I've found now you and your crew are important and you should regard them as family treat them like family if if you guys argue or fight just know that even siblings fight doesn't mean that you care about him any less. And no matter what, when push comes to shove, you always have their back. The links that we have gone through to protect one another are insurmountable. They are unquantifiable. And we would do them all again. Well, that's good, because you might have to.
Um, I think that at this point we would kind of be coming to an end of the meal mm-hmm. at the end of the conversation. So uh, I'm going to ask her if she wants to take a walk. Sure. And we'll head out. And I don't really have much else that I wanted to, to kind of... I, I wanted to get a vibe of this character and... Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm good. We'll take you a walk can, and we'll continue conversing on general subjects. You can tell by the end of the night, walking away from this encounter, that she has a deep-rooted love for this city. Good. I am to protect it. And you are tailed the entire time you're walking. I'm what? Tailed. Tailed? Yeah, the jump. Oh, by the, yeah. I assume so. So, you guys just got to hear me be on a date. Yep. Go ahead and make comments. I know you guys were, were struggling. And then partway through the night, Iroh returns to the ship. Oh, partway through. Partway through the night, Iroh returns to the ship. The uh, the top button of his shirt is unbuttoned. He's got his bow tie hanging down. Um, like Wait, did they <laughs> He's got his hands in his pockets. He's walking up with a, with a smile. Where were you? Where were you now that I need uh, you? All right. <laughs> What, what 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 was the response to my question? Oh, um, I was with a woman. Huh. Uh, Talon jumps up from the crow's nest, looks down, and says, "Mommy." Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. We stayed dark on a ship, so you could go on a date. That's. Entirely accurate. Fair enough. My man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, that was good. That Uh, was good. He walks over and holds his fist out to you. And I'll give him a fist bump. Uh, You notice that he has a small pair of what seem to be brass knuckles just made out of steel. Like, they look tiny. Uh, Red. So I'll go ahead and fist bump him and kind of like look down at his hand and go, are those entirely necessary? These? No. My man. Yeah. And I'll walk away. And then he grabs his stuff. Okay. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about this evening? Nope. Uh, I, ter- I turn into something and then turn back into Talon. <laughs> <laughs> What, what do you turn into? I was going to say, wrong show, isn't it? Um, I turn into a gnome. Okay. I know an imp. And then I say, fuck boy. And then I <laughs> turn back into Talon. Fritzel's uh, <laughs> head pokes out from underneath a pile. And he's looking around. And then you see him pull his goggles down over his eyes. And then he looks around more. And then he stops at Talon. And he just kind of shakes his head, puts his goggles back on his forehead, and he digs back through the pile. 
<laughs> Do I notice that? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That's fucking cool. Um, so you guys fall asleep on the boat. When you guys wake up, it's dawn, and you guys all wake up to the boat moving. <laughs> Does he know where we're supposed to be going? No. I'm 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 still in the crow's nest. I would have slept in the crow's I nest. I immediately go above board. I look for the gnome. He is standing behind the wheel on top of a step stool that is high enough that he needed another step stool to stand on that one. Are we flying? Nope. Do you know where we're going? Uh nope. We need to go to the stain. Uh more specifically uh, oh shit, what's the name of that city? What city are we supposed to go to that Bane people from? I, I don't have the thing. No. no, it's a city. In, hang on, I'm about to open up the map so I can see it. I can tell you which one it is. Uh, is it Corden? Croydon? Webby? Croydon is where one of the things Astonis is looking for was last known to be. Um, and then we're we're supposed to be going to Graceport, right? No, Grace, like Graceport's where you got Iro. Okay. Uh, outside of Renoa, between Renoa uh, and Strathmore, okay. there, there were camps being put up. And how far is that from, uh, uh, one second. Croydon? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Croydon's on the way, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we need to go towards uh, Croydon and and the other two cities that I mentioned, that you mentioned. Oh, well, then you're in luck, and he spins the wheel and turns the exact opposite direction. (laughs) How far have you been traveling? Uh, I don't know. I lose track of time when I've drinking almost a barrel of wine by myself, and he lets out a little burp. Matt. How goes the progress on making this fly? Um, I've gotten the canvas all set up. Uh, I need to make a couple attachments with the ropes. Uh, here, take the wheel. And then... He pauses for a minute and he looks at you. He's like, "Do you know how to steer a boat?" Yes, I do. Okay. And then he just kind of hops off his little stool and very stumbly walks towards the deck again. Iroh's gonna come up from the lower decks and like, cause he felt us flip a Yui, and I'm just, what the hell? You were going the wrong way, apparently. Don't look at me. He's driving. <laughs> Astonis, what are you doing? Do you even know how to steer a ship? I actually do know how to steer a ship. She's on this boat. It was used to be my goddamn boat after all. I'm gonna head back downstairs and be like, make sure we're going the right direction this time. Yeah, that's why we made a fucking U8. Okay. Make me Talon jumps off the crow's nest, slides down a rope, and then lands in this little pouch over here and lays back down. Zadane comes down too. Okay. Uh, so you guys travel back towards 
first thing. Um, he was only like an hour off course, but it's going to take. About five days. Uh, and it doesn't appear to anybody that Fritzel has slept at all. Uh, how long have you been working on the, the boat and drinking and drinking and driving? Uh, I'll say that this is the... Oh, no, I'm asking him. Oh, I know. Uh, it takes five days to get to Croydon. Did I just say five or four? Uh, I think it's five. 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 Yeah. I'm going to say that you guys are on day four right now. Uh, and he looks up at the sky. And you see him kind of sway back and forth a little bit. And he looks, shakes his head and says, um, I don't know, four days-ish. You've been working for four days straight? Well, yeah. Do you know how to do this? Well, I mean, normally people need sleep, you know, food, liquid besides alcohol. Oh, wine. Wine is liquid. That is, in fact... I, I said use... liquid besides alcohol. Uh-huh. There's fruit and alcohol in wine. Fruity, fruity wine. Oh, sleep. And he drinks a little bit more out of his flask. You don't need sleep. I sleep, but I sleep when I'm done. It's fine. Besides, you guys don't trust me. I'm trying to get this thing to fly so that way you guys will trust me. He'll sleep when he's dead. Yeah, I'll be plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. See, he, he knows it. He's probably already dead. All right, as I walk away, I, I just mumble dibs on his stuff. For a few weeks, anyway. I think he just wants my stuff. He looks at Karnar. He wants everybody's stuff. That's why I gave him the boat in the first place, because it was just easier than expecting he was going to take it anyway. Look up at him and say, you know, possession. If no one possesses it, it becomes his. Not a false payment. Um... You guys all see him pull one end of this giant canvas. And he's using pulleys and levers and stuff. And he's hoisting it up the backs, uh, the back mast. And he's kind of running along these makeshift planks that are connecting from mast to mast. And he's pulling this massive canvas all the way on top of all of the masts. So it's just kind of draped on top of the ship. And then he hops over to the middle one. Austin, are you still on the bow? Yeah. Make a perception check. Okay. Bow! Uh, you hear a lot of thunder and a lot of dark dark storm clouds directly ahead of you guys. It's kind of in the distance, but 
You guys are heading that way. Come on, Z. And I'll run back on the boat and say, eh, there's a storm up there. We're heading right for it. Don't look at me. I'm not driving. I was yelled at. Is Astonis is driving? I'm driving. Uh, Alright, I'll try to... How big is this storm? Is it... Am I able to, like, go around it? It does not look like you guys are going to bypass this storm. Not without going way off course. Um... Gnome, do you have anything that... Do you have anything like a lightning rod or anything like that? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, but you really want the ship being struck by lightning? I was hoping to direct it, like, point, I don't know, point it somewhere else or direct it somewhere else. Don't you have some kind of... Maybe you can attach the lightning rod to some kind of device and throw it, like, near the ship but not on the ship? His jaw drops, and he's like, I never thought I'd say this. Mage, you're a genius. And I'm actually quite intelligent, but okay. He won't take that as a thought, I guess. He slides down one of the ropes and starts pulling stuff apart. Uh, wait, do you not need any of that for, like, you know, the boat? Uh, I, I just need some small stuff. It's fine. Alright. So, will you be able to get this ready before we head into the, we get into that storm? I'm gonna try. Okay, uh... Anthony, high or low? Low. Low? Okay. <clears throat> Alright. So you guys are gonna stay coarse? Does anyone else have any other ideas? I say go off course because we'll find adventure wherever we go. We do have a job to do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That That's accurate, but I'd rather not die on the way there. We can all swim, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. You've never fought Hydras. Neither have you. I wasn't speaking in character. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys tore that Hydra fuck up. Yeah, then you threw six of them at us. And I was the only one who stayed and fought. <laughs> right. <laughs> Webby, after after you guys died, after you guys went downstairs, Webby killed about five Hydras, and then the sixth one was just too much. I ran out of healing surges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Ira wants to go around. Uh, what about you, the rest of you guys? Stay true. Arnar? Um, is I, your ship, after all? As as odd as this might sound, I'm kind of with Talon. Okay, yeah, alright. Let's go straight then. 
you're going to hear, uh, a- after a couple more hours of travel, uh, it starts to rain lightly at first, and then it becomes a torrential downpour. Uh, visibility becomes a lot harder, and you guys notice the lightning becoming more frequent. Everybody except for I- is Iro still below deck? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Everybody except for Iro hears a lot of like maniacal laughter, almost like insane laughter coming from Fritzel. And you see him with like a little boot knife in his mouth and he's sliding down some ropes and he's starting to act like a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm waving at him saying, move that thingy and the other thingy and literally saying thingy at this point. You do notice that he slides right down a rope that leads to a cask of uh, wine he, he fills it up and then he just slowly starts crawling back up that same rope. Like he just came down for wine. Talon and Zadane are doing the peanut dances in the rain. Like Zadane's Snoopy and I'm Charlie Brown. Okay. So Karnar is pointing at stuff. I'm going to have Atticus. And Astonis, roll me perception checks. Okay. Oh, man. That's not a strong suit of mine. Okay. Uh, um... Let's see. You guys know from before the visibility got too bad that you were near a grouping of islands. So you guys know that you're near Isle de Stock uh, and you're heading towards Croydon. And Atticus, out of the corner of your eye, coming around one of the islands, you see a massive black ship I'll point it out um it almost looks like part of the clouds uh like the clouds are black and they're right along the skyline um and you know that this is a ship but it's almost blending in with the darkness of the clouds. Uh, so he points it out. Yo, Fitz, you got any, did you end up fixing the, or creating those cannons? Uh, no, I've been building this. Yeah, there's a boat there coming towards us. Mm, that would be good. Go faster. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. You guys have any ranged weapons or uh, Carter? You can shoot lightning, right? Sort of. I wouldn't say 
far, but sort of, yeah. Uh, well, how close are they? They're pretty far away, uh, and they're going. They're we have. To, we're gonna have to go through them, right? Or are they coming like? No, like you've already passed them, and okay. Atticus kind of noticed them pull around an island, and then start making course towards you. They're gonna flank us. Okay, so right here, we're gonna do one of Austin's favorite things. <laughs> yeah, potion. Mouth trapped in fucking fingers. <laughs> We're gonna do a little skill check challenge. Dun, dun, dun. I don't skill check challenge. I don't personally care for these too too much, but they they can be fun. So we're gonna go down here. Don't make me roll perception. You should totally make us do a bunch of arcana and diplomacy and history. So you guys are going to need six successes before you get three failures. Is that how you usually do it, Austin? You do half? Uh, or is it whatever I want? It, there's like different... There's different difficulties. I think eight to five is the like the uh, normal one. Like, uh, we'll, like do, we'll do six and three. Yeah, that, I mean, that works, yeah. I think that's a little bit harder, actually. That's fine. You guys can find it. Move all things, clear. Uh, whoops, that's not a thing. That's a big red line. <laughs> I roll. <clears throat> we're a 31 on initiative? Nice. Um, yeah, I rolled a 19. Nice. And I've, I've got a couple bonuses. I forgot to click on my Are we all rolling initiative? Yeah. 21 for me. And I'm gonna say... Am I allowed to be on the deck, or do I have to be... Do I have to start out underneath... Uh, by the time you hear all this commotion, you can come out on deck. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say... I cannot seem to roll my initiative. It keeps giving me an error. You have to click on you yourself first. I, I did. Hmm. Or, oh, I know what you mean. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was clicking on the wrong. <laughs> the wrong one. Never mind. So we're going to start with Iroh. Mm -hmm. So right, the um, point of this skill challenge is to A, get away from the ship and like not let them gain too much ground, but also okay. B, to weather the storm. Alright. Um, what I want to do is I want to roll nature to see if... Um, there is a way that I could I could um, assist in manipulating the ship to um, 
to make sure that we don't capsize and we we're able to you know stay afloat. Roll nature to to read the storm essentially. Okay, sure. Twenty three. That is a success. Um, With that, you know, you can say that you are able to tell where the swells and whatnot are going to... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Astonish. Muted. We're dead. One of the two. Stannis fainted at the wheel. <laughs> Can't handle the pressure. He blacked out. He has to return to a Pokemon Center. I'm gonna guess that Astonis does something magic. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a guess. Yep. Stars. Oh, he's not on the call. Yeah, he just disconnected from the table, too. You pissed him off. He doesn't like skill challenges either. Oh, there he is. Wonder if we can get back in the car if I gotta add him now. Uh, good group call. Technical difficulty. Don't don't. That's not good. I just read the chat and I'm I have a question or two. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Well, if John would stop jumping on beds. Just saying like is is it made out of cardboard? And like, and held together with chewing gum. Is Dinos back in the car yet? No. See if I can't hang up on him. Try calling him back. There you are. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, did everyone? Is it my turn? Yeah, it is your yes. turn. Okay, uh, I am going to use Arcana <laughs> to see if, if there's any magical means of me. Uh, 
I don't know, kind of strengthening the boat, maybe? How about you use magical means to slow them down, increase the storm in our wake? Can I do that? You uh, can do anything in skill challenges. Yeah, anything's possible in skill challenges. Okay, yeah. Just uh, tell well, me what you want to do. I would, yeah, I'm going to try to slow them down, actually. Okay. I want to do this because it's just ridiculous, but let's... <laughs> I know, I have some, like... Alright, I'm going to say that you somehow managed to change and shift the wind after you've already gone by, so, like, all of the wind behind you starts pushing against their sails. That makes sense. How many victories or some failures do we get so far? Uh, you need six before you get three failures. You guys have two successes so far. Oh, yay. Atticus. All right. I'm also going to kind of read the storms, but I'm going to use Insight this time. Oh, Insight. We used uh, Nature. You're going to use Nature? No, no, I'm going to use Insight. He used Nature. But also, like, same thing, like, read the storms, read the winds kind of thing. You, that would be perception because you yeah, wouldn't no. be able to. No, because perception would be like I'm perceiving it and then doing it. Insight would just be He's... like I kind of I'm like. You're He's getting the vibe of the storm. Yeah. All right. That Where the storm's headed. Well, that would be nature then. You want me to go with the equally ridiculous cheese of bluffing them and just yelling back, "We're turning left. We're turning left. We're turning left." And then we turn right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you have, is insight and bluff? No, 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 I have more than that. You know what, fine, here. You know what, I should have a prayer to guide us straight, okay? You, right, you could do the storm thing, but just not with insight. Insight's more reading people's body languages and facial expressions. Well, why can't I read the storm then with insight? Because that would be either a nature or a perception check. Mm, I don't know about that one. Mm, pretty sure it is. Why don't you use, like, a bluff check and tell me everything's going to be okay? You guys hit a rogue wave and Atticus falls over the side. There you go. <laughs> Give <laughs> up your stuff. Yeah, you know what? I don't have anything special. Um, I just use religion, send a prayer to the gods to guide us the right way. Sixteen. It's not gonna cut it. It's on the right way. I'm driving. That's no, not. I know it's not gonna cut it. See what happens when he does that to me, guys. See how he cuts me out here. Sorry. <laughs> the storm is too loud, and the gods can't hear your prayers. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Uh-huh. Talon Nightbreeze. Okay. So, Toffrey's trying to get this, uh, this sail. He's trying to drop it in the right direction so it'll push us faster. Guess what? We had a fucking wave. So he's about, he's fucking fell overboard and he's falling. So I'm going to use athletics to run, grab a rope, swing around and grab him and bring him back on the ship so he can finish that sail. Okay. Sounds <laughs> Crit! Alright. That does that? You does that. That, work? <laughs> that works flawlessly. Toddfree, take these new boots that I just got you. They help you stay on deck. And if Karnar's back, it's his turn. Dun dun dun. Karnar. Karnar's panicking. <laughs> Um, Karnar is going to intimidate the storm. 
or intimidate the boat behind us by lightning breathing into the air. <laughs> the lightning comes down and he lightning breaths it back. Yeah. <laughs> I think that creates fire. I don't know. What do it do? It creates a loud noise. That's what it sounds like. Stuff like way scarier. Like at least three times as scary. Yeah. Three times as scarier, two times as louder. Yup, you right. How about that weather, guys? It's very shitty right now. (laughs) (laughs) How about that new Justin Bieber album? Colin dies of a heart attack. At least he he went out listening to 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 Biebs. There's now a big roll on the deck. Yeah. Dude, like I I don't care. Like his career has just been this like this, they took a kid and then gave him fame and fortune and then he went off the goddamn rails. But that's every child and, star ever. <laughs> exactly. But this dude had a fucking mo- he was like he was the Beatles for a minute. Mm-hmm. To to every like I don't know woman eleven year old girl. He no. was the Beatles. He was like what the world needed, apparently. Quote unquote. So I mean, now you can, he's you, now he's becoming an adult and realizing, oh, I was an asshole. So that whole song, it, like that song, sorry, mm-hmm. it feels a lot like it's an apology to society for being such a dick. Either, either way, whatever he did in his personal life, that boy can yeah. sing. He's I mean, he's very talented, talented but it's kind of the same thing as Kanye. I can't respect Kanye's music because of who he is as a person. I, 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 no matter how talented, I'm like, okay, this guy is very obviously full of himself. So, with, like, that song, Sorry, um, it, it does garner respect a little bit, I'd say. Not much, but a little bit, that he'd go on record by saying, look, I, I know I fucked up, is it too late to say I'm sorry and try to be better? Too so that, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's respectable, in my opinion. So I don't, I don't enjoy it, but I'm just actually talking about Justin Bieber on the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> I know, right? I don't give a fuck, dude. I'll talk about anything. No, that's... That's fine, I'll just mute myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. Whose turn is it? Karnar's. Karnar's. Ah. I haven't rolled over a ten. You haven't, or you had? I had it. My, my highest I rolled was on a mission, and that was a 10. 
So, I'm going to say the storm is getting really bad. Here's the thunder and the lightning. <laughs> Unconscious? <laughs> and Karnar feels very faint, and he's starting to get So sick. he starts throwing up over the side of the boat. Yep. Um, also, I forgot to mention, Talon. Yeah. You have not felt well the entire four days that you've been on the ship. Yeah, I've been being kind of secluded. But now that you're in this weather, you all you want to do is get sick overboard. Like you feel very under the weather. Alright. So death or what? Yes. Wow. Uh. So Holly will say that Karnar is out this round due to getting sick. Faxes. There, there. Holding his skills back. So we will go to Iro. Okay. Um. My next plan, since I've I've assisted in guiding the ship and reading the storm, I'm going to roll acrobatics. Um. To uh, take orders from from Fritzel. Um, and, you know, he's going to point at stuff and say, hey, do this up there, do that. And I'm, I'm going to use acrobatics to move around up there. Uh, you hear maniacal laughter, and he's telling you, yeah, yeah, grab that rope right there and cut it, and then it's going to fling you up here, and you swing from here to there, and he points across over that way. And he's like, and then mm-hmm. slide down that rope. Go ahead and make your acrobatics check. Is he telling, him to, is he telling me to bring him more wine? Make your acrobatics check. Yes. Okay. Twenty-one. That passes. Uh, and then when you're done sliding down that rope, fill up that flask and go ahead and bring that back up to me. You've done very good. Very proud of you. Stop. I just might stab this tiny gnome. <laughs> I could do oh. it from here. I might just add Patrick. I got dibs on his shit, though, so... <laughs> Stata, it's your turn. Alright. I know I'm going to the source. I'm going to... Uh, can I do a history check on the boat to see if I recognize, like, what kind of pirate ship, like, what kind of... Oh, that, that won't help me move. That won't technically help us travel faster. Yeah, no. Can I get a little history check on this boat so I can uh, steer it better by knowing like the ins and outs and like you know you know how like a car tends to lean left or right sometimes if you know it you you know it you can kind of drive better. Sure, I'll let you do that one. Twenty nine. Oh, thank God. All right. My history is like two below at my corner. Five successes and one failure. And Atticus, it's your turn. Alright. Alright. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Getting creative. You know what? 
I'm gonna grab a, uh, not a telescope. What is it called? Help me out. Kaleidoscope. No, I'm pretty sure it's a telescope. No, it's a. Uh... Yeah. It's not a, is it a periscope? Maybe? No, no uh, periscope yeah. for a submarine. Yeah. It is. It, oh, I know what you're talking about. I'm not kidding you today. Wow, that's gonna bother me. It's not a telescope? What's the thing pirates use? The, the looking glass. It's just. Not a telescope. <laughs> don't wait, Clay, up for this. Spy maybe? I don't know. No, it's... Right. It's binoculars? It's a telescope. No, binoculars? It's kind of like binoculars. It's but a monocular. When you say monoculars, it's a single, single right. line. <laughs> I, all right, I grabbed one A telescope one is one... Is one a telescope... It, binoculars is two telescopes put together. All right. In either case, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I look back at the ship. Can I see the person driving their ship? Uh, not through all the rain. Not through all the rain? Not through all the rain, I can't see them? You can, uh, get, you can get a slightly better look at the ship itself. I don't know how that's going to help you progress, but... Me either. Well, I guess it is just called the telescope. Alright, we'll go with them. Can I make a heal check to heal the boat from any possible weather damage it's taken? And no. Webby, I'm going to hurt you. That's not... You can't... I healed a coin, Webby! <laughs> that wasn't a coin. And he needed that. Well, we need this. <laughs> okay, fine. I you can do an athletics check. All right, you know what? You, you know diplomacy? what I want to do? You no, I'm gonna bluff to him and say they they got on board somehow and stole the wine. Now he needs to get out of here. Or no, I'm no, gonna no. bluff it. I, I'm gonna bluff and say that they're coming after the wine. That's what they want. Oh hey. Okay, I'll let you do this one. That's what we're gonna do. If I can make that work. There we go. All right. Uh, that is technically a success. Normally, that has to go against what? Passive insight? Insight. Mm-hmm. So, you guys succeed on that, and once you, once you say anything about that ship coming for his wine, you see Fritzel immediately take the little boot knife that he's been holding on to, and he just throws it down, and it sticks into the mast. And he slides down the rope, and he walks to the back of the ship. And he just reaches into his bag over and over and over again, and you just see him just throwing shit overboard um, of various shapes and sizes. And for those of you looking behind the ship, you do every so often see little blinking lights Oh shit! I was, I was wondering if that could be possible too, but uh, I guess we can't. I, I didn't think the explosion would be big enough for it, but I guess if you have you a throw shiver. enough of them, uh, and the whole time he's sitting there cussing, and, and he's just he's muttering to himself, and he's very angry. He's very distraught. He's, the motherfucker's coming for my wine. Oh, it's mine. I paid for it. I, I share sure it. With, they... I share it with other people, but not them. You can't just come on my ship and take my wine. Um, You're all ship. He stops, and then he 
he kind of takes and drags his step stool over and steps up onto it and leans onto the back of the ship and watches. And after probably about five minutes, I hold tight. You just see a massive ex- chain explosion in the water, and everybody roll me a perception check. Dun dun dun. You fucking kidding me? This is Iro. <laughs> Another crit one from Iro. On another fucking perception check. You fucking kidding me? Uh, Atticus and Talon, you will notice that the ship is now moving much slower. It's still going. Uh, it looks like it's kind of veering off course slightly. And Our ship or their ship? Their ship. Oh, okay. Uh, the odd thing about this ship is it seems to be almost like black smoke is billowing from the back of it as you see it, it like it's turning away from you guys now mm. but there's no fire we just entered the fucking steampunk era guys okay am I still sick yeah you, you're not feeling well Okay, so and I'm seeing Car I'm seeing Karnar throw up too. Yeah, that's making you even more sick. Okay, I'm gonna walk over and uh reach him like one of my bags and pull out like this little stick and then break it in half and rub my hands in between it and then take like a a big old whiff of it and then put some under Karnar's nose. And I'm just doing this because I wanted to do in the skill check challenge. I'm gonna roll a heel to see if I can make us feel better. Okay. 18. Uh, no. Well, shit. Um. Astonis, you're still driving? Mm-hmm. But you kind of took cover during the explosion thing? Yep. Okay. Uh, the wheel... With the concussive blast of the explosion does kind of fight you for a minute. And you lose grip on the wheel for just a second. Uh, and then you decide to write, you, you know, you, you very quickly correct your course. And you hear a loud scrape coming from the front right corner of the ship. Uh, and then when that happens, everybody kind of jerks to the side to the right a little bit and the rain almost instantly lets up and before you have time to lower the or uh, to raise the sails to slow the boat down you are heading directly towards land like you're you're running this ship into the into the beach And then everything kind of everybody gets jerked forward and falls down. Uh, and let me get rid of this. I don't need this. I don't need this or this. Motherfucker. There we go. 
and everything goes black for just a minute. Uh, like it, everybody was bracing for the impact. Um, when you open your eyes, you are all going to be. How do I change this? Oh yeah, I have to drag the fucking banner. Hold on. Some of you were thrown from the ship onto ground, like those of you who were near the edge. Uh, Fritzel took Astonis and brought him off the ship, just onto the beach area. But somehow you guys managed to how. Show up on open up six foot tall. How did he get me off the ship? Dude, man, he's got bracers. For days. Alright. He's strong. One one word. Hydraulics. Okay, well I think (laughs) that's He could bench press a bus, I'm just saying. He fucking business on his arm tonight. (laughs) You are, man. You are (laughs) Why? Fritzel loves all of you guys so far. Good drinking buddies. <laughs> he, he's actually a really cool character who's done nothing but good. It's just the fact that he just took the damn boat. <laughs> so when you guys come to, you're in the middle of a field. Well, you can't really see. It's surrounded by pure blackness. But there is a patch of grass that you can see on. Uh, and there's a guy standing pretty much right in front of Iroh. And as you look at him, he is dressed all in black. His nose and mouth are covered with a black like bandana almost. His hair is jet black. And he almost seems... Like how the Flash, when he moves back and forth super fast, he can make himself blurry. Mm-hmm. He, he almost seems like that. Like, he seems out of focus. And that's what The Distractions Podcast is sponsored by NativeLouisville.com. It's a clothing line that my buddy started so many years ago. His designs are usually pop culture themed and have a street vibe to them. New lines come in the winter, fall, and spring. Check it all out at NativeLouisville.com. Bye. This has been a Distractions Media production. For more info, you can check out everything we do on DistractionsMedia.com.